0: Unplanned Trek Thanks for the introduction, yes, it is Unplanned Trek, it's me, it's Isaac From Australia, what I do each week, guys, is I watch a random episode of Star Trek and I review it on certain criteria. And some of it's fun, some of it's funny. A lot of it's planned and some of it is unplanned trick. So thank you for joining me. Without further ado, we're gonna hit our first segment. Is it worse than Chrysalis? Or is it better than Shattered Mirror? Short answer is no, it isn't as bad or as good as those two episodes. I gave this episode a solid 7.5 out of ten. It is fun, it actually has a good moral standing in it and highlights a lot of good things that we come to learn to love about Deep Space Nine, despite this being a very early episode in its canon. But it is not worse than Chrysalis, and it is not better than than the mirror episode we have seen. The Riker Medal. It's possible to get points in the Riker Medal for romantic interest or something very similar that happens in the episode. Kira and Mullabark got exceedingly close during this episode, but it seemed to be more of a nurse and carer kind of relationship. There was a bit of cheeky banter, and I thought that he flirted a bit. Well, he actually, he actually did very much flirt a bit, um, commenting on, I believe, Kira's eyes and appearance at times. But I think that might have been to try to get a negative reaction or an angry reaction out of her. So no points to those guys. Early in the episode we'd find found out that Morn had asked Dax out. Um, and Dax declined. So that all, that all happened off-screen, but we need everyone to be, you know, on board with the relationship. Just asking someone out doesn't doesn't get you a point in the Riker Medal. In fact, Riker doesn't ask people out, they just go out. So I'm sorry Morn and I'm sorry Dax, but no points this week. Jean-Luc Picard medal We award votes in this um, podcast to the best characters or performance of the episode I intentionally don't just try to focus on the character that has the most attention in the episode So sometimes it can only be a look or a line that will get you votes So just keep that in mind when you're watching too guys And when you're trying to decide who you would have given votes for and if, you know, if your votes end up being different to mine, let me know, you can tweet me anytime at Unplanned Trek. However, let's get into my votes, because that's why you're listening. Okay, one vote this week. It's O'Brien, he's there. That's why he gets votes. But he is so good, isn't he? Like, he tells the Bajoran delegate that comes on that's worried about the red light on the console, he's like, red light means st- means standby mode. You know, <laughs> essentially saying shut up. And let me get on with my work so one point oh and he knew, he knew the difference between a self-sealing stem bolt and just your regular stem bolts so you know that that was pretty good and I know that self-sealing stem bolts become a bit of a thing in D Space Nine and you hear about them all the time I think this may be the first occurrence of it happening um, let me know if I'm right or wrong, folks. You guys know the canon um as much or as better than I do, so would like to hear if there's mention of self stealing stem bolts before this episode. He also, you know, he told the he told Nog and Jake, yeah, I know the difference, but it's only because I read what's on the manifest and was like a drop the mic moment. It's like, oh Brian, you're getting votes, man. That's what I was thinking when that happened. Two votes, Benjamin Sisko this week. He um. He asked the, the doctor to, to falsify a report saying that Kira was required on the planet for a little bit longer. And the doctor's like, it's not needed. And he's like, well, make it necessary, mate. And the doctor did it. So that's, you know, leadership, sticking up for a friend, making sure that Kira was, was getting the help she needed and the time she needed in that situation. But when it was clear that she needed more time or wasn't, it wasn't going anywhere, what did he do? He just beamed down and got it sorted, man. You know, what a good... Cisco, he is, and I thought to myself, no wonder the prophets picked him as their emissary. When you know he just he does the right thing. He he morally was looking after his friend as best as he could. He even said, "I thought you were your you know arrogant and brash when I met you, but I was wrong, and I like you." You know, it really affected Kira too. I say two because it really affected me. Two points, Cisco, but three votes the man of the episode mourn i think it takes a lot of courage to ask out um a dax with a symbiont you know and he d- he went and did it you know he asked her out. as i said he didn't get any riker points he's getting picard points for at least having a go thanks for the effort mate Morn. three votes Keiko O'Brien Medal We've told you what who the heroes of the episode was. Now it's time to look at the other three. The three that weren't the heroes. The three that either annoyed, upset, or didn't perform to their high caliber standard. I'm sorry to say, one vote this week goes to Dax. This is not for declining the sweet offer of Morn to go on a date. This is for finding him cute. I found that a little bit hard to take, and I thought that it might be just the writer making everyone that's watching thinking that they would have a shot with Dax too. So um, one vote, Dax. There's no way you find Morn cute. You find you find Worf cute. You know, there's a, there's well, maybe there is not much of difference. Maybe I'm maybe I'm making this point a lot harder to deliver by continuing to talk. So we'll move on to two votes. This happened very early in the episode, guys. But Rom, he got a lot of yammock sauce, right? And he's essentially going to be paying for this out of his pay for the next six years. And you know what? That, he, he made the mistake of doing that. But he just accepted that fate. Like, yeah, sure. Take it out of my pay for six years, brother. I didn't like that at all. He nearly got three votes. And he would have. But Kira... Now, a, long, a lot of the way through this episode, I wasn't sure if Kira was getting negative or positive votes. She was, you know, standing up for what was right. She was being nice. She was being gentle. She's trying to be understanding her a diplomatic need, but also the ethical need of trying to help out someone that she became close to and cared for. She even helped build the kiln, or as they called it, but I thought it was just a fire pit or pizza oven. But in the last, like, 20 seconds of the episode, blows up the fire pit and then gets the fire burned down, <laughs> burns down the house. And I'm not talking in the Tom Jones and the Cardigans burning down the house kind of sense of burning down the house. She actually did it. And, you know, he kind of said, he, he kind of baited her. He said, you know, the only way I leave this this place is if um my house isn't here anymore. And she goes, bang, righto. I'll get rid of your house for you. And I thought that's not the diplomatic way of solving things. In fact, she made the point that, you know, forcefully removing people was very much a Cardassian move. In this episode, I would go a step further. and burning down a house is probably pretty damn close as well. So, Kira, use your words. Don't use fire to make decisions for you. The best line of the episode. Did you hear that, folks? A new musical sting and a new short segment that I'm adding to the episode... Which is what was the best line of the episode for me? This happened in is it a ready room that Cisco occupies? Anyway, his office. Um, Major said instead we'll act like Cardassians. To which, Cisco took a bit of umbrage and went, <laughs> Major. But she delivered that with such spite and energy that I just stood sort of up, sat up, and went, Hey, we're going to make a new segment because of this line. That was absolutely the line of the episode. Well guys, that almost wraps up the podcast. It's been a really fun one. I do like that the um, random number generator has told us to watch quite a few episodes of Deep Space Nine now. I think statistically, we probably should have only watched one or two, but we've ended up watching three or four so far. So that has been a lot of fun. Uh, Deep Space Nine is one of my favorites, but you know, all Trek is good Trek. So none of them are my least favorites. So it's time to roll the dice. And see what actually we're going to do next week let's have a look oh episode this week it's the trouble with edward so dust off your um paramount plus and see if you've got access to short treks guys if you do this isn't going to take up 45 minutes of your week to get ready it's probably only going to take somewhere between 7 and 15 minutes I have watched this episode once before. I'm unsure if I'm going to have enough characters to give out votes this week. So it's gonna be an interesting one. I'm looking forward to watching it. Um, guys, recently I sent a tweet that out there because I was worried that, well, Grudge the Cat, one of the best characters in all of Star Trek in Discovery. I thought to myself, given that Discovery has spent some time in the um, Mirror Universe, does that mean there's a mirror version of Grudge? And you know what, I thought a mirror version would probably be called Forgiveness and would be even meaner and nastier than Grudge. I would be really scared of that cat. So I sent a tweet on that theme out and um, I'm trying to get confirmation. Grudge in the mirror universe may or may not exist. So I sent a tweet, um, I included the actors that play Saru, um, Stamets, and Booker. Um, To see if they knew And look Two of them have given the tweet a like so far They haven't replied But liking the tweet Does imply That they've got the same concerns as me That that mirror grudge may exist Do you have any thoughts on that guys Again send me a tweet Let me know what you think Um, But guys we've come towards the end of another episode I hope you've enjoyed it Um, Looking forward to dusting off short treks next week and see what's going on with Edward. Alright guys, thanks for tuning in. See you next time. It's just not what you'd expect. That's because it's unplanned track. Unplanned.